This is how we play. This is what we do. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Danny and Gallant. Let's capture exactly how this happened and just keep on recreating it one week at a time. Presented by Banner Bank on 710 ESPN Seattle. We do have the coach with us. And Pete, you guys come back from Florida with a victory. That's about as far as you can go in the NFL. And what looked like a, a really... It, it was a great win in a lot of ways yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it is, it, it's right. That's right, Dan. That is as far as you can go, uh, <laughs> evidenced by the length of that flight. Now it was forever, both ways. Uh, worked out great. Uh, really, really appreciate the fact that we went on the road again and, and played really solid football um, from start to finish. You know, our guys really are—they're really handling that whole, you know, the challenge of that and the transition of that in, in a way that seems really normal. You know, it didn't seem any different than a home game in, in essence, and that's exactly how we want it to be. So uh, uh, that part was great. It was—it was hot. Now it was really—it was really a, a drain on the guys and, and for both teams, of course. And, and uh, it's, it's kind of a survival game, you know. But uh, our guys made it through, finished well. We did some good things at the end of the game, and uh, particularly on offense, and. and uh, we get a good win. Forced two takeaways, held Miami to five field goals on the game. It really seemed like your message of stay on top, which you reemphasized this week, was heard by the defense. Yeah, the guys did a really good job. I thought it was a good job of, of adjusting and, and being clear about you know our intent. We tried too hard to make too many things happen and, and kind of overshot some things in the last couple of weeks, and we really balanced it out. And, and uh, it's a, a real step in the right direction and a chance for us to continue to improve. There's a lot of things we can clean up, of course, and, and but I, I was really happy to see the change. It, it certainly felt different in, in this game. Hey, Pete, when I was at WSU, you were at SC. When you guys took the field on offense, that was the only time I would get off the bench and watch an offense. I'm like, all right, what are these guys going to do now? That's the same feeling I get when I watch you guys play now. How fun is it to see your offense go to work? Well, first off, I can't believe you told me that, but I'm thrilled to hear that. <laughs> Back in the day, <laughs> we, we, we drew you off the bench. Um, yeah, it, it it is really uh, it's it's really uh, exciting to see our guys going because we can get so much better and we can do so many more things cleaner and, and all of that. But we really do have firepower and. and uh, the protection uh, is giving Russ a chance to stand back there and really see the field really well, and he, you know, he's he'll take you through three or four different plays. Another, he wish he'd thrown the ball differently or to a different guy and, and all that. But all in all, it's, it's turned out we're very explosive and uh, we're efficient. And, and uh, really, the only number that's not staying up there is third down numbers. You know, we're just not as good on third downs as, as we would like to be. Uh, but you notice we don't have as many of them either. You know, we have we have a lot of a lot of explosions and stuff happening on earlier downs. So that's an area for us to continue to to, to emphasize. But it is a fun group, and, and even though we're not running the ball as much as we have in the past, we're still running the ball effectively, and it's it's making the whole thing fit. Um, and and uh, you, we'll need that running game here going down the road. Well, let's talk about the running game because Chris Carson he he ran. We've seen how he runs the ball. He is a violent, tough runner, like you like. And he made a heck of a commitment to get back. I I didn't after it it appeared pretty nasty the injury he suffered last week. But man, he looked great yesterday. He really played well, and and uh, he's he's just he's just our style, you know. And and uh, we just love to see him make his plays and make his runs, and and he's just got a way about him that uh, that you know we all really like. Um, and he's just so darn tough, you know. And, and and he showed it. You know, he he said on Wednesday, he said I'm gonna I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play in this game, you know. And and you know we're all 
thinking otherwise, and, and he made it through the week. Um, and but we were hesitant about it until we saw him all the way to game day, you know. And he he pulled it off and and played a good football game. When you say our style, what do you mean? Well, he's got he's got a style about him, you know. He's got a way. He's he's unique. He's not just a He's got, uh, you know, kind of that split-legged thing he's got going. He's He's got a lot of knees and elbows flying, and he's going to run right through you, finish really well. Um, he's got something special about him. He took off and, <laughs> and leaped over a guy again, you know. Yep. There's there's a style about him. Chris, when I first saw Chris back at Okie State and, and watched the film, it, it jumped off the film at me that he had this, he looked like other great players that I'd seen in the past. You know, he had think moves and, and kind of a knack and a style about him, and uh and, and I always tell you that 32, you know, it just it just kind of captured me way back when. And he has a real way about him, and, and uh, I think it separates him from other players. David Moore, also a really unique player, whether it's juking a linebacker out of his shoes when the guy had him dead to rights or making the big reception that set you guys up for the touchdown right before halftime or floating in the air coming down with both feet for that touchdown that essentially iced the game. What is it in David Moore that you guys have seen over the last couple of years, and what has it been this season that's allowed him to succeed the way that he has? Yeah, David has a combination of, of strength and power for a receiver that it's, it's somewhat unusual because he's not the biggest guy. He's over 200 pounds, but he's, he's just not the biggest guy, but he's really powerful. And he uses it when he's running, and he uses it when he's blocking, and he uses it when he gets off the ground. And he's, if you notice, he's made a lot of catches that are contested with guys hanging all over him because he's strong enough to hold his space, you know, and all of that. Uh, he, he's a real natural athlete, you know, real, really good gifts and, and timing and things like that. Um, you know, and he's had to come a long ways. You know, from the program he came from, it was a very, uh, you know, a program that was really based on the athletes, and not. And you could just tell he needed scheme, he needed principles, he needed concepts. And now he's got them. You know, and he runs good routes. And he's when he when he you give him a chance, good things happen. And so we're real excited about him emerging here. Uh, Pete, well, we're used to seeing that D line rotate in and out depending on situations and down and stuff. But it, I saw Boyhe in there. I believe I saw Simmons. Maybe Jamarco got some some reps on the O line. Is that some load management that you're doing to kind of keep these uh, older guys fresh on the O line? Well, it was certainly the intent going into Miami because it was it was a you know messy day down there, and that was we tried to get everybody on the field and get everybody a chance to play and just to give us a break so guys could just feel and, and, you know when you do that if if a guy does tire out later on then he's already been in the game and it's okay to put a guy back in kind of thing and so we just wanted to make the coaches feel comfortable about subbing and and just you know work through it and. Uh, I hope that you know, we can continue to do that in general just to keep guys fresh. But it, there, you get away, you know, you kind of get settled into guys and you don't want to change anything at times, and that's particularly in the offensive line. So I thought Mike and Brennan did a good job to feel comfortable about pushing those guys out there, and, and they did fine. Cedric did a good job, and, and Jamarco did a nice job, and uh, Jordan again too. So uh, it was great that those guys got some, some play time. Pete, this is usually the part of the interview where the, the person asking you the question will talk about a tough decision you made that maybe didn't turn out the way you wanted it. And I'm going to take a different approach because I want to say when you went for it on fourth and three. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't following my clock here, but there's the time to challenge challenge the coach here. That comes G- up. Generally, like and we try to do it all sorts of tricky <laughs> ways, right? Or we're like, like that. What, what were the options or what were you thinking? 
I, I want to say I loved you guys going for it on fourth and three. And and I know the play didn't turn out the way you wanted it, but but that idea of going going for the end zone and hey, we, we're in position for a field goal, but we think we got a good play here. I, I love the way that you guys are, are approaching things. And well, and we're gonna though, yeah, I, I appreciate you, Rex. We're gonna continue to to look for those opportunities because we believe in our guys that, that they can pull it off and, and Russell can pull it together, you know. And so that's that's a big part of the thinking there, you know, that we have guys that can make the plays. And it ain't always gonna work out, you know. There's there's why there's percentages, you know. So you just got to – and I like the attitude too. You know, Dan, I always like going for it, and, and uh, we won't do it all the time. We'll do it when it feels right and when it fits the situation, hopefully. The aggression, it happened on the next drive as well. There are a lot of teams that with less than 30 seconds left in the first half, they're going to say, you know what, we're going to take a knee here, even with two timeouts. You guys attack downfield quickly, and then with six seconds left in a situation where maybe if a play takes a little bit too long, you might not have an – ability to kick a field goal at the very end you guys went for the touchdown again too yeah well the first thing the, the offensive staff they they jumped in my mug you know they, we had two timeouts in 24 seconds okay or you know because i had the, you know there's a, a logical thought that okay let's we got the ball coming up in the second half and let's not screw it up here you know but uh but the other side of it the logic is we got russell you know and russell makes great decisions and he understands the situations he know he knows exactly as much as you could know about these kinds of situations and paul to take it down to the other end of the field you know for well and so so we hit the big we get the timeout we hit the big play we get the timeout here we go and there was uh, like 10 seconds left or something like that, you know, and, and we're on about the, I don't know, six or eight yard line, whatever it was. We we practice that all the time. We really, we actually practice those situations all the time so that when we get there, we can be confident and bold and go for it. Russ knows what he's doing. He knows he how, he knows how much time he has. He's not going to screw that up. And, and what could happen is the ball could get tipped or something, and, you know, you could always make a mistake there that could arise. Or a guy, uh, you know, maybe he... A rush happens and he gets sacked or something like that. Then you, you know you lost it. But it's worth it's worth the shot going for it, and we've earned that by preparing for that. And so it's, it's not even a big deal. You know we knew exactly what was going on and it was easy. You know and and for us and you know you take us all the way back to the Super Bowl. That was the one I think that might have challenged a lot. A lot of people. It might have been a six second situation there too. You know and and uh, but if you've you know, if you haven't practiced that stuff, then you, then it's just a crapshoot. That's not what we're that's not what we're doing. We're in this thing. We've we've taken tons and tons of snaps down inside the 15 yard line, the 18 yard line, and moving on in. And how much can we get done, and how much time, and what routes fit the situation, and all of that. Mainly, the key of to all of it is Russell. He has to know what's going on. He has to be able to make the right choice at the right time. You know, freaking phenomenal decision, great read, and and hit it just perfectly. Coach, we know football is about discipline, the little things, technique, focus, no penalties for the four-time Gosh, I'm so glad history. you brought that up. That, that <laughs> yeah. has to be a proud coach moment, right? That Heck be. yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, you know, they tried to call a couple on us, but we got them. They, we waved them off. But, you know, to get through a game in the NFL and not have a penalty, hey, we're in the top ten in penalties now. Holy I cow. I don't, don't get uncomfortable with that now. <laughs> I was worried if it was like talking to your pitcher during a no-hitter. Like are we even supposed to bring that up? Because it was. It was, it was a perfect game when it came to penalties. No, well, we, we have to – the way we look at that is a good, it's a good question. Let me, let me lend you a thought here that uh, we want to know when we're doing stuff well. You know, we have to deal with it. How do you keep doing it if you, you know, you just luck out? You know, so you got to know and, and you got to understand that when, when you, you know, like special teams haven't had a penalty all year, 
I mean, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous stat. That's four straight games without a penalty. Well, they need to know it, you know, because they got to deal with it. And, and uh, it's not like it's it's not spooky or something or any mystery. You know, they're doing the right stuff. And so let's keep doing the right stuff and know how we're doing it. And so, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I don't. That may never happen again. I don't know, but we'll take it. <laughs> you mentioned special teams. Your guys' special teams has been phenomenal so far. Really one good. Of the, one really one good. of the best in the league. Really good, and and our, our the consistency in all phases of it, uh, the kickers have done great. And Mike's kicking the hell out of the football and just dropping it, you know, in so many great spots. I had a big kick yesterday, and and uh, and and uh, uh, Jay Mai hits a fifty-five yarder, you know, with another big time kick, and and the coverage has been really consistent, and our leadership on this group is really good. And um, you know, Nico has done a good job, even though he's not out there all, all the time, and. Uh, Nick Ballore, those guys really have taken charge of these guys, and and with a bunch of young guys running around out there, they're they're doing their job with a really good conscience and and uh, playing championship football. So that that continues to be a, a, an edge that's subtle, you know. They, it's interesting the kicking game; they, those guys killed the ball yesterday. We couldn't get a kickoff return. They finally kicked the ball short to try to you know make us have to return something because the guys kicking hitting the wall with the ball, you know. So um, a lot of the kicks didn't didn't register as a factor, but still we're doing really well. KJ Wright's been in the NFL for 10 years and he still seems to be playing at the absolute highest of levels and this is one of the many things that he was able to do in yesterday's game Howard stays in the game and he gets the screen pass and oh KJ comes up and just blasts Howard the ball came out looked like the Dolphins fell on it and they did getting there to fall on it was Jesse Davis Howard just got blasted by KJ Wright coughed up the ball but the Dolphins fall on it he almost had two interceptions. He three. Blo- three. three. There you go. Yep, hat trick. He almost destroys every single screen, too. I, I, that amazes me and something that Danny turned me on to last year. What is it about KJ that he's been able to be so good these first four games of his 10th well, season? He's always been a really instinctive football player. There's a screen two weeks ago when we are in a pressure, when he's rushing on the left side and he and the outside guys have the back. If the back comes out of the backfield, it's called a peel, peel technique. And he sees the back on the other. He's on the other side of the formation where now he gets to free rush it, basically. And he took a step and saw that it was going to be a screen on the other side of the field and made the tackle on the, on the screen on the Same. other side. It was like, you know, I've never even seen that before. I've never seen anybody come close to doing that. And uh, so he's just got great knack and great instincts, and he's playing with a lot of confidence, and we just got to get him on the jugs machine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are grading him awful tough. Like, those were tough catches, and he's a linebacker. Doesn't no. he get – That's right. They were all good play. Every one of them was a good play just to get the ball knocked down. But, you know, with high expectations. <laughs> we need that football. I like it. Coach Ryan Neal gets a start, um, has a pick, has a big play where he lights up Miles Gaskin. He should get some love, but what does that say about your coaching staff and how you develop dudes? Because it seems like the next guy up usually comes in and just keeps making plays. Yeah, that, that's that, it fires us all up to see him come through like that. He's such a hardworking kid. You know, we found him, John found him, uh, you know, on a – preseason game somewhere when he's playing for Atlanta and we both liked him and, and said let's get the guy in here because he was, looked aggressive and looked like he had a, a, a you know confidence about him and uh, he's been working in the program worked his way up got a chance and has just shined in the two ch- chances he's had he played really well yesterday he it wasn't just one or two plays he played well the whole day and in, in, in disguising and moving around and making his fits in the running game and all of that I really fired up for him and he's a really really smart football player that that plays 
that smarts gives him confidence. You know, he plays from that. Some guys, you know, can be too smart for their own good, but he's he's got this, the way of handling it to to make it come to life. And man, two picks in two games, this, this thing looks easy. You know, he's, he's going after Paul <laughs> Kraus now. You know. So you, guys don't even, you have no idea who Paul Krause is. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not going to be able to pull that <laughs> 82 one 82 picks at the, at the Vikings back in the Purple People Eater days. Secondary, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Uh, the other guy who has two picks in two games is Shaquille Griffin. Yeah, he played he, great. Yeah. Is, are you seeing him take steps in the secondary for you? Uh well he you know he went to the Pro Bowl last year he did yeah and, and uh, he's playing like that now he's he's on it the the three breakups he had were all marvelous plays and the pick was a, a beautiful play of him playing zone and, and feeling the the inside route and making a great break he was way ahead of that ball you know he was he was five yards out in front of the uh, the receiver on that one he was it was a great pick um, so he's playing great and, and doing a good job is tackling the biggest thing defensively to clean up after this one. Always, you know, it always is. We we had a couple really shabby plays, uh, stuff in the open field, but um, yeah, we're always working on it. You know, we try to keep it under double uh, under double digits. You know, we're in single digits and missed tackles. That's a pretty good game. I don't know what our number is yet from this one, but uh, uh, we're always working on it. Do you think tackling across the league's been a little bit different, just given the off season going into this season? I, you know, I don't know that. I haven't seen enough games yet, Paul, to tell you that in general. But I would not be surprised that it's a big factor. Yeah, I would not be surprised because there's a lot of loose yards happening around the league and, and uh, defense is not doing as well. I keep thinking the defenses are going to pick up just like we just did. We got a little bit better this week. We'll be better next week. We're going we're gonna to improve steadily here for a while and, and hopefully find a really good groove. And I would imagine other defenses would be doing the same. But there's still a lot of points scored. There was a ton of points again yesterday, I think. Coach Russell mentioned there was a moment in the game where the headsets go off and he just had to call the plays. Where I would imagine there's no panic. You guys are just like, all right, Russ, go do your thing. You'll be well. Right. No, well, no. <laughs> the, the panic was trying to get the the helmet, you know, the helmet fixed. You know, get the helmet on the field to him. And uh, it was like we had a couple different scenarios. We running that thing out there, and I checked with the official. I said, "Is it okay if if, if I run the helmet out there to him?" And he said, no, "You can't do that." And I said, "Okay, all right." Anyway, I was kidding. But the uh, the point was, um, he. he He's so ready for that. It's not a big deal at all. And there's a moment in there where you're trying to get hooked back up again, you know, because it throws you out of whack. But Russ just – he just turned his back on the sidelines and went for it and took us right down the field. <laughs> you know, it was great. He's done that a couple times in, in, in over the years, and, and uh, he did it again yesterday in great fashion. This this might not be your department. You might not be the audio-visual guy. But when that happens, do you have to determine whether it's an equipment malfunction or if it's something with the, the airwaves? Oh, yeah, like, those, guys, those guys go out. There, there's like a pit crew going on over there, you know, <laughs> trying to figure it out. And and the first thing we do is is, is figure that it's that, that his helmet, you know. And um, so that that's that's what we went to. I don't know. Yeah, I, you're right. I don't know what they're doing over there, but it, they should be, you know, it should be like at, at the Indy 500 or something over there. This guy's scrambling. Aaron Rodgers had told a story a couple of weeks ago about how his headset had gone out and he was messing with Matt Rule on the sideline because they were trying to figure out whether or not the helmet headset was actually working. Uh, has that ever happened? You ever had that kind of a back and forth? No. <laughs> no, that hasn't happened, but um, it could. <laughs> it could happen, yeah. Coach Diggs got um, a defenseless receiver penalty or something that was offset, something like that. And I feel like the days of Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, Dawkins, like those are those days are over. How hard is it to play DB in this league today? 
Well, it's it's harder, and it's harder. And you know, this is right at home to me because I'm not for years. I was coaching guys to just knock guys out, you know. And, and you know, I I got caught up in the whole thing myself. And so, I, to me, I've had to make a big, I've had to have a big departure from the old ways of you know the physical side of the game, which we have. We've made the turn, but right now that play in the game to me, I will we'll get it assessed and all that. That play didn't look like that was called right to me. You know, I just. He was driving on the football, and he and he has as much right to the ball as as the receiver does. But I'm not so sure they didn't see the hit from last week, or you know, and and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, and they, they reacted. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it's just one guy's decision in the flash of a moment. But I thought it was a great play he was making. It was a low ball. He was down to in position to catch the ball, and at the last second, he he you know he could feel that the guy was going to get it, so he reached it to, to knock the ball away. And they they run into each other. I don't. And again, I. They didn't show the replays on the on the TV uh, broadcast. I don't know. I, I didn't see but one time, and uh, so I don't know yet if you know if anybody has a better look at it. But it's all about helmet to helmet right there, you know. So yeah, I I thought at first they might have called pass interference, which I thought was a tough decision. But he might have gotten there early. When 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 they announced that it was a hit to the head, I, I was like, that's they're both diving for a low pass like that. Wasn't- yeah, well, that, that doesn't matter though, you know, Danny. If they do hit helmets, they hit helmets. They don't they don't distinguish intent. If they hit helmets, they hit helmets, and and that can that is can happen. And uh, but I, that that wasn't that situation to me. And 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 Quandre will tell you he was going for the ball. He was all yeah. he was playing the ball the whole way. And and. Uh, so it just if it was an incidental helmets, then then he got made the right call. They might have made the right call. I don't know, but I, I I didn't see it that way at all. And I was I was going crazy with my mask on, so nobody could hear me. <laughs> you were there was good there was good mask discipline yesterday. Coach. Better yes, we're doing better. We we need to all do better. Everybody's got to wear a mask. You've been Paul. <laughs> this this is the second time you guys have been out on the road. Um, it's it's a different year for a lot of different reasons. Uh, how how have the trips been? And and sort of your your team's feeling. How how has the team camaraderie been in the locker room after games? What's it been like? Well, we we killed it this trip. This was better than the first trip. Um, they were they were the the one of the big aspects of it is is meals, you know, and how you get the food to the guys and all that stuff. And uh, our, our people did a great job, and it was so smooth. Can you imagine that? Every they've got three meals a day plus a snack at night. Everybody orders their own meal, and everybody gets what they ordered. Think, I mean, just think about how complex that is to get that done, right. and you have to do it with spacing and all the right, you know, and all the right procedures and all that. And uh, I mean, our crew just did great, and so um, th- this trip was really good. They're, they're, it's really best when they put us off in our own area. We have a whole wing to ourselves, then we can command all of it. When it's not like that, like it, the first week, it was a little bit challenged, but uh, here at home and on the road seemed almost exactly the same. So, so it's really, really positive. And it's been a rough week for the NFL as far as keeping things intact, the bubble intact. And you've been preaching that since the off season. This is not just an on the field and in the facility thing. It's a when you go home thing. What can be learned from what we are seeing with New England and Kansas City's game being delayed to today? And on top of that, what's been happening in Tennessee? Well, you know the numbers. They've got some legit numbers in Tennessee. I think this is an amazing uh, illustration of New England. They must be doing a great job in their building spacing if if their quarterback could come down with it and nobody else got it that's an incredible accomplishment and uh 
um, hopefully they make it through today and they, you know, they make it on through that. That's just, cause that means that they're doing everything right and it's working. You know, that the masks are, are part of it. The spacing is part of it. Uh, all of the protocols that they're following. Cause I mean, he's right in the middle of everybody, but, but, you know, even with that, if you cover properly and you do it right, you know, we would like to think you can make it. And it, they're showing that you can. I'm hoping that, you know, keep our fingers crossed that they make it to the game and they're okay and they come out of it and everybody's clear. And it was just a one isolated case. That's hard to imagine, you know. And just look what happened. The White House continues to go. There's another one today and they'll, be, they'll, they'll continue to see them. And if, if you're sloppy, you know, you're vulnerable. And so, um, again, I'm, I give credit to to. Coach Belichick and their people there. They, if they can pull this off, that's a great accomplishment. Coach Greg Olson got got going this game. Five receptions. Was that something you saw on film? Did you feel Greg was going to have that type of game? I think Greg's going to always play like that. I mean, in my mind, that's that's what we should expect from Greg, and and particularly the crucial moments and stuff. You know, because Russ really counts on him and and believes in him, and he can throw him. You know, you could see every ball was contested and tough catches and all that. He almost got him in the corner of the end zone down there. That yeah. was a fantastic throw, and 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 demonstration I, I talked to Greg about it on the plane last night that shows you what he thinks of you because he threw that ball into total chaos and and you almost came down with a great touchdown catch like the one last week remember the one you know the, the disputed play last week when he was inbounds out of bounds uh that, that that's a really good sign for Greg and Russ and all of us that we've got another guy we can go to in tough situations and when it's your tight end as well as your wide receivers I man it's really it makes us you know uh, have great diversity out there does that they haven't had much time to work together. They had no preseason games, but probably some of the off-season work. The no, they worked been hard to... in the summertime now, Danny. They, 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 they're on film. They worked hard in the summertime, and it meant a tremendous amount to both guys because Russell, Russell, the first thing Russell will tell you is that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's what those two guys think. And he, matter of fact, we talked about it last night, and, and you know, he, he doesn't even know how to explain the chemistry between he and, and Tyler. He can't can't explain it, but he knows they got it. Well, that's what he's developing with Greg, and and they they worked hard at, at communicating on levels that are, you know, really deep about how to find spots and spaces and where the ball's going to be thrown and, and positioning of, uh, of of the body and stuff to get available, and that's just great stuff. It's great great football. Pete, your Seahawks are four zero. Coming back home this week, a game of prime time. Your twelfth man's going to be with you in spirit. Uh, it's so much fun to watch your team. And you're giving a lot of satisfaction, a lot of enthusiasm to everybody around great, the region. Great. Hey, hey, at, at the stadium, you know, they let fans in uh, at, at Hard Rock, and we had a ton of 12s. And they were there early, and they were crazed and going nuts. So know that uh, even though you, we can't have them here, the 12s, the 12s can travel, man. It was really fun to have them. And, you know, it's interesting just to have uh, even a small number of fans was was a part of, a better part of the the experience because some somebody was reacting you know you could feel the natural reaction and stuff and having our own fans out, out there was really cool so maybe someday down the road we get a chance to do it we'll, we'll, we got to do really well in the meantime so that we can earn our way to have our fans get there that's so. exactly right we got to earn our way back in yep. Pete congratulations and thanks for your time all right guys see you.